we have uh, covered almost about 38 shlokas of chapter 4 and we have uh, discussed in depth about so many beautiful concepts that Krishna has shared in uh, this chapter and uh, some of the glimpses I am sure that you are going to share with all of us here today because I had given some activity for all of you. So at the later part of the session I will get some insights from your perspective also. That's very nice. So in the previous session we discussed that how this particular jnana, this transcendental knowledge was compared to a boat, plava, and it was also considered compared to fire, jnadakni, dagda karmani. So we understood that how this transcendental knowledge is like a boat which takes you away from this material world, it floats on this material world and takes you to the other side, to the spiritual world. At the same time, this is also called Jnanagni because this knowledge of fire, this fire-like knowledge will burn all your Tapa Karma, it makes you pure. So, and now Krishna is going to explain further. It's very interesting and we are almost in the last section and uh, we will be covering, we will be completing chapter 4 today. So, today we are going to complete chapter 4 and the next session will be chapter 5 and again a very interesting chapter. So, as usual, we begin the prayers uh, with the invocation uh, prayers. So, let's start the invocation prayers and chant them and then start the session. Alright. So, as usual, we have this uh, session dedicated to His Divine Grace, Esti Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada, the founder Acharya of Viscon, my beloved spiritual master. So, all of you kindly join your palms and please repeat after me. So, please repeat. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Nitinamine Namaste Saraswate Deve Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Pashyat Deshatarine Pashyat Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Prabhu Nityananda Krishna Chaitanya Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Name Gaur at Vishenamaha Name Gaur at Vishenamaha Namo 
ब्रह्मण्य देवाय नमो ब्राह्मण्य देवाय गो ब्राह्मण हिताय चो ब्राह्मण हिताय जगदिताय कृष्णाय जगदिताय कृष्णाय गोविंदाय नमो नम करुणा सिंधो हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो वीरबंधो जगतपते वीरबंधो जगतपते गोपीश गोपिका कांता गोपीश गोपिका कांता राधा कांत नमोस्तुते राधा कांत नमोस्तुते सप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी ऋषभानु सुते देवी ऋषभानु सुते देवी रणमामी हरि प्रिय रणमामी हरि कृपासिंधुभ्य पतीतना पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे हरे कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे राम राम हरे हरे ओ भगवान दिमिरांदस्य ज्ञानंद नशला गया चक्षुरुन मिलिता मेना तस्मै श्री गुरुवे नमः Hare Krishna. So, this is a very interesting part and a very interesting shloka that we are going to discuss today, and uh, that is verse number thirty-nine. So, without much delay, let's start the verse number, chant the verse number thirty-nine, and uh, I call upon uh, Achyutanji. You can unmute yourself and let's chant this verse number thirty-nine. So, I hope the screen is visible to you. So let's chant this particular sloka. So Achyutanji, you are ready? Okay. Let me see if I have to add into this too. Maybe sometimes it just yes. I think now you should be able to chant. So Achyutanji, I think the screen should be visible and yeah, I think you are right. wonderful. Great. So let's uh, chant this particular sloka. श्रद्धवान लबते ज्ञानम् श्रद्धवान लबते ज्ञानम् तत्परसम्यतेन्द्रियः तत्परसम्यतेन्द्रियः ज्ञानम् लब्ध्वा परम् शांतिम् ज्ञानम् लब्ध्वा परम् शांतिम् अचिरेनादिगच्छति अचिरेनादिगच्छति Wonderful. Please read the translation by yourself. A faithful man who is absorbed in transcendental knowledge and who subdues his senses quickly attains the supreme spiritual peace. 
Wonderful. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So here in this particular word, Krishna is saying word. Krishna is saying, Shraddhavan labate gnanam tatsparas sammitendriyaha gnanam labva param shantim achirena adigachati. So Krishna is talking about a faithful man who is absorbed in transcendental knowledge. So we have understood what is transcendental. Transcendental means that which is above the three modes, Sattva Guna, Rajoguna and Tamoguna. Anything above that and beyond that is called transcendental. So this knowledge of the Bhagavad Gita is not subjected to these three gunas. It is beyond these three gunas. It is beyond Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. It is transcendental. It is spiritual knowledge. And because one who is absorbed, a faithful person who is absorbed in such transcendental knowledge, he can very nicely subdue his senses. Now we have five senses which are running in different directions, always hankering for so many different things. But yet when you get this knowledge, transcendental knowledge, these five senses, this knowledge acquiring senses are controlled. And then, achirena adhigachati. Achirena means very quickly you attain the supreme spiritual peace. So let's dive a little deeper into this particular shloka. So we have understood in the previous sessions that how this whole Bhagavad Gita is called the Yoga Shastra. Every chapter, 18 chapters that we have, every chapter is actually a yoga. It ends with yoga, right? So this is also Jnana Yoga. So now we should understand yoga he means to link, to connect. Link what? The Paramatma with this Jivatma. That linking process between Jivatma and Paramatma is called Yoga. Right? So, even in the previous uh, Gurukula system, the education system, when they used to teach mathematics, actually they used to say Yoga for addition and Vyoga for subtraction. Even now when you go to the some English, Hindi medium or uh, you know, Kannada medium or Marathi medium, sometimes in the Marathi textbooks you will find they don't call it as addition and subtraction. They call it as yoga. Yoga means addition. Yoga means subtraction. So right now our condition is we have, we are in the yoga state. We are disconnected from the Supreme Lord. We are all spirit souls. We are part and parcel of the Supreme God. But now, right now we are disconnected. So we are in the yoga state. Now, when we understand Bhagavad Gita, what is happening is we are reconnecting. We are adding ourselves along with the Supreme Lord. That connection is called Yoga. So, this is very important to understand. So, Krishna is saying here in this particular shloka, if you carefully see, Tatparaha, Tatparaha Sammitendriyaha. So, what is this Tatparaha? Tatparaha means, Prabhupada's literal translation is very much attached to it. So Tatparaha means we should know and understand that it is not acquiring knowledge like the bookish knowledge that we acquire in the schools and colleges. It's not that you have to become a bookworm. Tatparaha doesn't mean that okay I will read Bhagavad Gita end to end all the 18 chapters, 700 shlokas and I will become master, I will be able to do all this by heart. That doesn't mean Tatparaha. Tatparaha means you know the knowledge. Jnana is there of Bhagavad Gita, but you also apply that in your life. That is Vijnana. So only Vijnana gives you realization. So when we say Tatpara Samitendriha, if you want to really become peaceful 
it's not that simply by acquiring knowledge you will become peaceful it may give you some peace but only when you apply this knowledge of the bhagavad gita in your life and implement it that is when you become free you will become free from all anxieties and that is when that supreme spiritual peace is attained otherwise it's not possible it is not so easy samitendriyah and this particular shraddha this particular shraddha wal labate krishna is saying shraddha means faith this faith means what faith in the process many times people give up they want the end result but they don't want to follow the process every student he thinks that okay i should get 90% everybody who is doing business okay by the end of the year he thinks that this is my goal and i should achieve at least 10 lakhs in my business they want the result they desire for the result but they do not have the faith in the process so that is the problem many times in bhagavad gita in the spiritual life also many people want oh i want to go to the spiritual world i want to get moksha but you don't have faith you don't have the basic faith so krishna is saying you should have faith in the process so faith in the process but also faith in the spiritual master in the verse number 34 we understood that how तद्विधि प्रणिपातेना परिप्रश्नेन सेवया उपदेक्षन्ति ते ज्ञानं ज्ञानिनस्तत्वदर्शिनः इफ यू वांट टू गेट दिस ट्रांसेंडेंटल नॉलेज तत् नॉलेज यू हैव टू गो टू अ तत्वविद एंड ओनली व्हेन यू गो टू अ तत्वविद हु हैज रियलाइज्ड दिस नॉलेज दैट इज व्हेन यू एक्वायर द ट्रांसेंडेंटल नॉलेज सो वी शुड आल्सो हैव फेथ इन द वर्ड्स ऑफ द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर अलोंग विद द फेथ इन द स्क्रिप्चर्स देयर वाज दिस वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग स्टोरी इन द महाभारत इट कम्स so this is uh, the story between uh, dhomya rishi and one of his uh, disciple called uttanka so dhomya rishi is uh, a very exalted personality and uh, unlike the modern education system where they charge you so much of fees and lakhs of rupees you pay and then you go and uh, actually they don't care the teachers don't care i have explained and mentioned this earlier also they are just worried about their salary they teach whatever is being given to them and that's all there is no connection there is no personal bond between the teacher and the student but here dhomya rishi when this utanka out of his eagerness he came to study so this dhomya rishi told this uh, utanka that i will teach you but before i actually start my teaching i have some service for you and that is when he told that you take all these cows and you heard this cows and come back every day and then let's see how well, well you can do this job so he used to go out utanka used to go out with this cows and he used to herd and all those things and he also used to beg arms from houses actually in the olden days in gurukula actually you cannot go and beg arms from multiple houses you just maximum 8 i think that was uh, what the latest uh, i have read and heard you cannot go and beg arms more than 8 houses so a student when he goes and begs arms for his spiritual master he has to beg only for only from 8 houses not beyond that actually they don't even go to 8 houses just one or two houses maximum so this uh, uh, uttanka used to go and collect some arms and mind you this uh, student they cannot eat it they have to go and keep everything in front of the spiritual master and the spiritual master if he decides okay uh, he calls the student come and have food then they will have if the spiritual master doesn't call then they will just remain hungry that is how it was so he used to come and then dhomirishi was uh, thinking oh this fellow has gone all the way how did he manage himself 
didn't he feel hungry then he said what did you eat then uh, the uttanka was very uh, uh, prompt and he said that uh, i was hungry and whatever arms i had collected from uh, this house i ate a little bit and that is how i managed mere she was said uh, no that's uh, not the right thing you cannot eat before offering it to me so he said all right i will not do that tomorrow i'll come and give it everything to you and then i will have then uh, next day this uttanka again went and he collected arms and then this was going on and he gave everything to this uh, dhamirishi whatever he collected but dhamirishi was thinking how is this fellow able to manage all throughout you know the whole day he is hungry is he not feeling hungry then he asked again so how are you managing yourself don't you feel hungry he said no actually see i am getting uh, all this arms and giving it to you but i am going to another house and i am collecting arms so partially i give it to you partially i am eating so dhamir shiva dhanir again he said you can't do that you cannot go because if uh, all the students they start going to multiple houses even the person who has to give charity it will be too much for him how much can the grahastas give because they also have to manage their families right so this is not right thing so this uttanka uh, said all right and days passed by and still this he was able to manage and then dhomerishi uh, asked again how are you able to manage yourself he said see whatever you ask me i am collecting and giving it to you so these cows they give a lot of milk so i am taking some of the milk from the cows and i am drinking from them and i am able to manage so amirishi said no that is not good that milk is actually used for yagna and we have to prepare ghee and so many other things how can you drink that milk it is not good now you see there was so much uh, test that was happening to tanka but he said all right then again i will not drink the milk then next day and few more days passed by dhamirishi again asked how are you able to manage then he said actually my dear master i am not drinking the milk from the cows directly now but you see this calf small small calf they are drinking the milk from the cows and the froth that comes out of their mouth i drink the froth that milk that froth that comes i am drinking that and i am able to manage my now dhamirishi said that is not good see when you do that you are drinking from the uh calf's mouth the froth that milky froth that is coming up the calves because they are also very compassionate they see that you are hungry and you are drinking that so they will not drink enough milk from the mother and they start giving it to you so that is not you are actually snatching it from them so he said all right utanga utanga said okay i am uh, okay with it i will not do anything just imagine in all these different situations he did not feel that he did not think that my spiritual master is so uh, cruel to me he is not feeding me nothing of that sort any instruction that was coming he was just simply following and one day it so happened that he had gone to herd the house uh, the cows and then he didn't return back to the gurukula now dhomirishi was concerned dhomirishi thought oh my disciple has gone he is not come and it's already done it the sun is about to set and he was very anxious he was thinking what if he has uh, he was hungry and he must have uh, fallen unconscious somewhere so he started calling out uttanka uttanka but what had happened was this fellow uttanka because he was feeling so hungry he cannot drink the milk he cannot take the milk from the calf's uh, ma- uh, mouth also he ate some leaves which were poisonous because he was so hungry and because he ate those leaves this poisonous leaves his eyesight went off he became uh, kind of a blind and then 
in that darkness he fell into a, a well the un- unfenced well he fell into that and uh, he was in sorrow and uh, he was trying to call out his uh, spiritual master and the spiritual master is finding him out calling out his name and then very feeble sound he could listen this dhomirishi and he understood oh this is where my disciple is he started following that sound and then he found this uh, disciple utanka in that ditch in that uh, well and then he said that this is what happened you know i was hungry and i ate this poisonous uh, leaves and i fell into this so please help me so uh, dhomirishi was full of compassion and then he said uh, uh, my dear utanka i am really very pleased with you and uh, i give you this mantra of ashwini kumaras you please pray to them and who are these ashwini kumaras they are actually the the uh, doctors of the devatas so they uh, were uh, the mantra was given and utanga started praying this uh, chanting this mantra for ashwini kumaras and ashwini kumaras were so pleased they came and they helped him out and they gave him the eyesight and he was pulled out and then dhomirishi was very very happy and said i am completely uh happy with all the seva that you have done to me and you have intense faith in me and because you have intense faith in me i bless you that you get all the knowledge and mind you that knowledge the vedic knowledge is not so ordinary it takes about 8 10 years to acquire so much of knowledge and just by the blessings of dhomirishi he could get in immediately just when dhomirishi kept his hand on putanka all the spiritual vedic knowledge entered his consciousness so when you have faith in the words of the spiritual master and you serve with that utmost faith the knowledge will be transferred to you that divya gnana will flow into you so that is why don't worry so much about uh the technicalities of bhagavad gita the main main thing is how much faith do you have in the words of krishna and that is what really matters and how much are you trying to implement that is another very important thing so that's why it's always said avish avishya rakshibe krishna avashya rakshibe krishna krishna will protect you in the most dangerous situation he will protect all of us just that we need to have faith but most of us we don't have faith we think that oh god maybe there may not be there you know he's some imaginary some energy he's not a person no he's full of feelings so this is one important thing so krishna is saying there ज्ञानम लब्ध्वा परां शांतिम अचिरेनादिगच्छति बट बिफोर दैट तत्परः सम्यतेन्द्रियः सम्यते सम्य सम्यम्या मींस कंट्रोलिंग इंद्रियः मींस सेंसेस व्हेन यू कंट्रोल द सेंसेस दिस फाइव सेंसेस दैट वी हैव आईज इयर्स नोज इयर्स एंड टच स्किन राइट ऑल दिस फाइव सेंसेस व्हेन यू कंट्रोल देम विद ज्ञाना दैट इज व्हेन यू विल बी एबल टू अचीव पीस एंड इन द प्रीवियस sessions also we have discussed that how when our senses are uncontrolled when our five senses are dragging us in different direction it is very difficult i give you the analogy of a chariot right uh, the chariot with five horses and just imagine all the horses are di- running in different directions what will happen to the chariot it will just topple and the passenger will collapse so that is what is happening you know we are so uncontrolled our senses are so uncontrolled the eyes are saying go watch this web series the ears are saying okay go and listen to this particular pop music and the tongue is saying no let me taste this particular uh, zomato from this uh, restaurant or that restaurant so tongue is pulling in one direction nose is saying no i want this fragrance no i want only this fragrance and the skin is saying it's too hot it's too cold i want ac i want the heater 
so many things. We are constantly busy with fulfilling the demands of these five senses. And when these are happening, how can a person be peaceful? You cannot attain peace. And today, it's extremely difficult. Right from uh, the beginning, you know, when especially in the co-education system, it's difficult to control the senses. Now, we have this educational system where both boys and girls are studying together. Where is the question of uh, sense control? We hear so many cases, right? Teenage pregnancies and many other problems are coming in the society today, all because of uncontrolled senses. Now, when these things are happening, how do you think that we'll be happy, a happy society? When individuals are so unhappy, how can we have a happy family and how can we have a happy society and a happy nation? So, that is why Krishna is addressing the root cause here. Uncontrolled senses, no samyata indriya. So, Jnanam Ladva Param Shanti, if you want to attain peace, real peace, you know, when you have peace and happiness with you, you can actually give it to others. If you have only 100 rupees, someone is asking you 1000 rupees, you cannot give him. Because you yourself are a pauper. So if you have happiness worth only 100 rupees, how can you give happiness of 1000 rupees worth to someone else? It's extremely difficult. But if you can somehow control your senses and acquire this knowledge with faith, then achirenaadhi What will happen? You will be peaceful. You will acquire peace. Achirenaadhi Very quickly. You will get this knowledge and peace, happiness, very quickly, immediately. Just see. So, this is how we should understand that we are given this opportunity here that Krishna is saying, please get absorbed in transcendental knowledge. And Sunday, week after week, we are able to do this absorbing ourselves in the study of the Bhagavad Gita and gradually the changes, the transformation is taking place, right? So good, I'm very happy. Achyutanji also mentioned that there is a lot of change happening. I'm really glad and happy that you are able to implement this and taking this very seriously. And you see it for yourself because the taste of the pudding is in eating. When you actually practice this and you get the taste, that is amazing. Because so many things can be told, but unless you taste it, you will never get it. So. Let's chant the next word. So I uh, call Uma Kumar. You can unmute yourself and uh, let's chant the next words. Very interesting words. Verse number 40. All right. So Agnash Agnash Chashadadanascha. Samshayatma vinashyati Samshayatma vinashyati Nayam lokosti napparo Nayam lokosti napparo Nasukam samshayatmanaha Nasukam samshayatmanaha Let's do this once again Agnasya chastadanasya Samshayatma vinashyati Samshayatma vinashyati Nayam lokosti napparo Nayam lokosti napparo Nasukam samshayatmanaha Nasukam samshayatmanaha Please read the translation by yourself. But ignorant and faithless person who doubt the revealed scriptures do not attain God consciousness. For the doubting soul there is happiness neither in this world nor in the next. 
Yes, wonderful. Thank you so much. So just see, if you have faith, well and good. But if you are a faithless person, then what's the problem? The problem is this. Krishna is saying, if you do not have faith in the revealed scriptures, in this Jivya then first thing is you will not attain the God consciousness. It's not possible. And then, for anybody who doubts this particular knowledge of the Bhagavad Gita, there is neither happiness in this world nor the next. So that is why there is so much of confusion, why people are unhappy in spite of having all the material comforts in life is because they do not have faith in these words. And although materially speaking they are so well off, but they are not happy. They have everything at the beck and call of their demands, you know, everything is given to them. But still people are unhappy and that is because they do not have faith in this very wonderful manual of life, Bhagavad Gita. They want to read all these fictitious things. Everybody is so much involved in fiction today, watching fictional movies and reading fictional things. Life itself has become a fiction. There is no reality. So we have to get off this fiction imaginary world and we have to come to reality and face happiness and distress in reality. Because many people there is so much of imaginary things going on and they are living in a maze, this material world which is like a maze and completely in a dream world. Many people, especially sometimes, although uh, there are a lot of positives about these technological things and we are using this technological thing to discuss reality, but most of the time the youngsters, they are so absorbed in imaginary things, in this so-called virtual reality that we are talking about, I think in the next 10 years, 20 years, people will not even interact with each other. They will just wear those VR masks, whatever you call them, and they will be so absorbed in those things, watching the virtual reality, that they will forget eating food and doing their day-to-day -day things. And how can a person like that be really happy? So let's come to reality. So what's happening here? is if we don't have faith, we will actually become uh, very virtual. There is no reality there. So, let's understand this verse a little bit more clearly. Very nice verse actually. So Krishna here is talking about three kinds of people. So Krishna here is talking about Agnas. So those who are ignorant. And then actually Prabhupada is saying that fools who have no knowledge about the standard scriptures. It is almost like animal, animalistic life. Agnas means people who are almost like animals. Like you see animals, what do they do? They only eat, sleep, mate and defend. Eating, sleeping, mating and defending. So if people, humans also are only involved, about, involved in eating, sleeping, mating and defending, then no inquiry about what is the purpose of life, then we are as good as animals. Right? So, Agnas. So these are the people who are fools and then Ashaddhanascha. So those are the people who do not have faith. They get the knowledge, but they don't have faith in the knowledge. Many people read the Bhagavad Gita end to end, but they do not have faith. Oh Krishna, how can he show that universal form? Oh, this was spoken 5000 years back. Who knows whether it was spoken 5000 years back or 2500 years back. They don't have faith in the words. So, the, although they study Bhagavad Gita, they gain the knowledge from the Bhagavad Gita, but there is no faith. Ashtadha dhanascha. And then, the third type of people is Samshayatma. Always doubting. One is faithless, another is doubting. They don't get the knowledge, 
they always doubt although they have knowledge they have full faith yes there is something like this but they doubt sometimes samshayatma they doubt whether oh krishna is speaking the truth or reality who knows sometimes that kind of thing will come so uh, many people quote bhagavad gita but they don't have faith that is one thing the third is they doubt they doubt on the words of krishna so you know there is an example in mahabharata again another very nice story uh, which talks about this uh, doubting nature so in the battlefield of kurukshetra when there was this fight and uh, on the 10th day when bhishma he fell on the bed of arrows so the 11th day the commander in chief from the kaurava side was dronacharya and dronacharya he is the guru of all the kauravas and the pandavas he became the commander in chief and uh, dronacharya he had this benediction that uh, he cannot be killed but he will give up the weapons he will give up the weapons and stop fighting when he hears ashwatta mahataha means when even if i hear that my son ashwatthama is being killed then i will give up my weapons so that was dronacharya's uh, vow that he had taken now krishna told yudhishthira why don't you go and tell dronacharya that ashwatthama hataha ashwatthama is being killed yudhishthira now he said how can i do that how can i tell a lie and uh, he had a doubt should i say or not krishna is telling me but is it dharma or adharma he is a dharmaraj yudhishthira is dharmaraj now he was thinking whether this is right or wrong are baba now krishna who is actually the dharma personified now he is the supreme personality of god and he is telling that you tell this lie you should just tell without a doubt but yudhishthira was doubting but at the same time in one sense krishna did not tell him to lie because there was an elephant called ashwatthama and bhima had actually ripped apart his head that elephant's name was also ashwatthama and because bhima had told, ripped apart his head he had told krishna to ashwatthama hataha and then finally yudhishthira goes and tells this ashwatthama hataha and then dronacharya listens because he had told even if i just hear i don't see that ashwatthama is actually killed even if i hear i will give up my shastra astra everything and that is when this uh, drishtadumna he came and kissed now when the war was over and everything was done and yudhishthira ruled the whole planet and then it was the time for them all the pandavas to go back to the heavenly planet all of them went but yudhishthira had to visit the hellish planet for a while just for this one doubt because he had a doubt on krishna's word he had to go and see the hell for some time so just imagine we are learning we are understanding bhagavad gita we should have complete faith in the words of bhagavad gita and krishna because this is absolute knowledge there is nothing uh, which is temporary everything that is spoken is truth there is nothing except truth in the bhagavad gita and this is truth about you it's all about you how can you ignore that knowledge which is something has to do with you it's which is dealing with you your life so this is truth and you don't have to doubt it if you doubt it then on the way to heavenly planet you also have to visit the hellish planet so choice is yours 
So don't doubt, just have faith and you will definitely see wonderful things happening in your life. And then, uh, actually there is another interesting thing, interesting story I remembered and I want to share that with all of you. So, this is not from Mahabharata, but a few years ago, after the Mahabharata and everything, many many yawns passed away. And then, in the first and the second century, there was the rise of Buddhism. All across, especially in Asia, there was a rise in Buddhism. And, and I had told you that Buddha had come to actually discard Vedas from the society. Because in the name of Vedas, there was animal killing that was happening. Oh, the Vedas are told we can kill animals and sacrifice can be done. So, there was ruthless killing of animal sacrifice. Uh, now, this is a wrong way and Buddha had to come. Now, actually, if you see this animal killing, uh, this is uh, the worst thing that humans can do. You know what the terrorists do? You have seen the terrorists. What do they do? The terrorists, they go and kill people ruthlessly without even giving them a proper chance to revolt, right? That is how the terrorists are. They don't fight face to face. They do sudden attacks without giving uh, any notice to the person whom is attacking. Those are the people who are called terrorists. And mind you, I'll tell you, humans are actually terrorists. We kill so many animals without giving them notice. And lakhs and millions and millions of animals are killed just for the taste of the tongue. Right? Every single day, so many animals are killed. We are the greatest virus in this world actually. It's not the coronavirus. Coronavirus has killed only few of them, right? But we are such virus on this planet that we are killing millions, millions, much more than the coronavirus can kill. So all because of this uncontrolled mind. Anyway, coming back to this killing, I was just mentioning this because Buddha had to come because of this ruthless killing that was happening. He said, reject Vedas. Because Vedas are the basis which you are talking, animal sacrifice can be done. So he came and rejected. Who is Buddha? Incarnation of Vishnu. But he himself rejected. And then, during this time of uh, rise of Buddhism, there was this one very nice uh, uh, devotee who had faith in the Vedas. And his name was Kumarila Bhatt. You can read. This is historical. It's not fiction. It is historical thing. This Kumarila Bhatt, he had a lot of faith in the words of Vedas and across in the society he had seen that the Vedic knowledge was declining because of the rise in Buddhism. Buddhists were, uh, uh, you know, they were trying to take away Vedas from the society. They were blaspheming the words of the Vedas. And so, this Kumarila Bhatt, in order to understand the sentiments of the Buddhists, he actually admitted himself into the monastery, the Buddhist monastery. I think that time it was Nalanda University, which was one of the greatest uh, universities in the world. So he admitted himself to understand this uh, Buddhist knowledge and uh, what are they actually doing to reject Vedas. And he was studying and understanding all the things. You know, like a spy, he was there in the monastery and understanding everything, details about the Buddhism. And one fine day when he was listening from one of the Buddhist monks and uh, the Buddhist monk was blaspheming the Vedas left, right, center and this Kumar Labhat, he was listening to this and this uh, was so painful, he actually had tears in his eyes while he was listening to all the nuisance that the monk was saying, he had tears because he could not take it. 
and the tears when it actually uh, fell on the ground it actually created some kind of uh, vapors you know that steam why by just by seeing those tears the monk could understand that these tears are out of grief because when you are happy and there are joy, uh, tears of joy you see they are very cool but when there is so much of pain in the heart and when you cry there are tears in your eyes they are warm so just by the tears when they fell on the ground and they created some kind of a vapors this monk understood that he this kumarila bhat is actually unable to tolerate the blasphemy of vedas he has a lot of love and affection for the vedas this has to be rejected this fellow should be thrown out of the monastery kill this fellow and everybody wanted to attack him he ordered that this fellow has to be rejected from our uh, monastery and kumarila bhat somehow he escaped and then he climbed the uh, tower in the monastery and uh, there he said he declared to everyone if at all the vedas were true actually vedas everything that comes in the vedas is satyam everything is truth but he said if but if there is something wrong in the vedas i will jump from here and let me die if the vedas are untrue then i will jump from here and i will die with that statement he actually jumped from the tower and as he was falling there was this uh, sharp thing down there and it actually pierced his eye and he lost his eye but he was safe he did not die and then immediately there was an akashwani there was this uh, akashwani which said that oh uh, kumarila bhat actually you said right that vedas are truth and whatever is spoken in the vedas is truth and that is why you did not die but you lost an eye because you said but if they are untrue you doubted you had that slight doubt and that is why you had to lose this eye so why i mentioned that was because samshayatma vinashyati so if you doubt the words of the vedas you will have to have some sort of reaction you will get reaction so don't get any reactions complete have faith in this words of bhagavad gita and you will see amazing things happening in your life this is not an ordinary knowledge is going to transform your life it will change your life for better so have that faith we should not doubt see such great stones devotees like kumarila but even a small little statement a little doubt Uh, can give some reaction yudhishthira such a great devotee always associating with great saintly people and krishna himself still that doubt was there it is possible it is very much possible because we are all fallible we human beings are fallible we have the tendency to commit mistakes but just because we have this uh, tendency to commit mistake it doesn't mean that we don't have hope there is so much of hope there was uh, this great sinner in one of the village very you know uh, people everybody rejected him nobody wanted to accept him any saintly person he used to go they used to reject him because of all the nefarious activities that he had done he was a criminal kind of a person and he had he was rejected by the society but because of the rejection he was disappointed and he was kind of having that pain and repentance in his heart he was thinking uh, you know how will i become pure because nobody was accepting him finally when he was walking 
and there he found one sage, a saintly person, and then he explained to him all the different uh, nuisance and uh, nefarious activities that he had done. And uh, just by that kind of repentance, this saintly person realized that now he wants to understand the truth. So when he became uh, repentant and he didn't want to recommit the same mistakes again, that is when this saintly person understood the pure uh, intention of this person and gave him this knowledge. So my dear uh, devotees, all of you please understand, in the previous uh, session also I had explained that how Pavitram Yavidyate, this knowledge can protect you. And also, when you uh, have this attitude of learning, the spiritual master, Pranipata, Pariprasna and Sevaya, when you do this Pranipat, Pariprasna and Sevaya, the spiritual master will reveal this knowledge to you. He will give you this knowledge. You have a sincere heart, it will be revealed to you. So, these three things should be adopted in our life. Pranipata, Pariprasna and Sevaya. Then the knowledge will come to you. And that's what, even if you are the greatest sinner, if you are the greatest sinner still, you will be like Sarvebhya, Sarvebhya Papakrittamaha in verse number 36. We understood, right? Apicherasi Papebhya Sarvebhya Papakrittamaha. Even if you are the greatest of the sinners, all the Papa can be eradicated, provided now you become sincere. At this moment, you become sincere and you accept this knowledge, and you will see it will be eradicated. All this, your heart, which is filled with dirt, will be cleansed by Krishna. That is the power of this jnana. Jnana right? Jnana it will burn. That the karma. It will burn your karma. That faith should be there. So, very interesting, very nice. So, na sukam samshayatmaha. And if you doubt, if you are faithless, then what's going to happen? The ultimate result is, you will not be happy in this world, neither in the next world you will be happy. So, this is a great opportunity, great opportunity. Many people have uh, uh, doubts, even in the day-to-day -day things, you know, mind tricks. There is so much of anxiety, right? You know, when I have seen, especially in Bangalore and metros, when people are running towards their office early morning when they wake up, they know that their cab driver will come at 8 o'clock sharp. But still, when they leave their home and by the time they reach the cab, the particular point, the pickup point, they have anxiety. Even before 8 o'clock, they will be having anxiety. You, what if I miss? What if I miss? What if I miss my cab? You know? And when they are sitting in the cab, there is another anxiety. What if there is a traffic jam? What if there is a traffic jam? Constantly, there is anxiety. People have anxiety. But instead, if you have this peaceful mind, Krishna is saying, acquire knowledge, you will be peaceful. The mind will not trick you. So most of the time, if you analyze your day-to-day -day activities, you are actually in anxiety. Anxiety because of the uncontrolled mind. So Krishna is saying that is happening because of your faithlessness in the words of Krishna. So please have faith and become peaceful. So let's chant the next words. Uh, Hina Mataji, unmute yourself and let's uh, chant the verse number 41. So we have uh, a very interesting shloka here, verse number 41. I hope uh, it is uh, visible to you, the screen. Yes, sir. Yes. 
योग संयस्त कर्माणम योग संयस्त कर्माणम ज्ञान संचिन्न संशयम आत्मवंतम न कर्माणी आत्मवंतम न कर्माणी निबद्धनंती धनंजया But if you have the Bhagavad Gita shloka, then you can read it by yourself. If you have the copy of Bhagavad Gita, please read it from the Bhagavad Gita. Yes. yes. One who acts in devotional service, renouncing the fruits of his actions, yes. and whose doubts have been destroyed by transcendental knowledge, is situated factually in the self. Thus, yes. he is not bound by the reactions of work or conqueror of riches. Exactly. Very nice. Thank you. One wonderful. So here you see this is said yoga sanyasta karmanam. So yoga sanyasta karmanam. Karma is used once here, and then there is atmavantam na karmani. So again karma is being used. So in the first line when it is said yoga sanyasta karmanam, it means that you give up the fruits of action. Many people they work, but they work because they want to acquire the fruits of their actions. The motivation for people to work is the result. If there is no result, then there is no motivation. So Krishna is saying you become free from that motivation. The student is studying because oh I'll get 80%, 90%. The person doing business is thinking that okay I'll get this result out of this much profit. That's why I'm going to do it. So everybody has uh, the tendency, the motivation to work because of the results. Krishna is saying, "Yoga sanyasta karmanam." Take sanyasa from the fruits of action. It's not that you have to give sanyasa to karma. It's not that you should stop working. Many people think that, "Oh, let me stop working anyway. What is the motivation? If I'm not getting the result, if there is no result for my work, why should I actually work?" No, 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 no. Duty has to be performed. But what kind of result and how will you get the result is not in your hands. And this I've explained earlier because to get the result. There are five factors of action, right? So, actually, the result is not in your hands. What you can do is only the chesta, only the endeavor. But the result, there are many, many variables. Only when those variables are satisfied, then you will get it, right? For example, one of the variable is time. Time is the one variable. Now, for a student, it's not that he wrote an exam and immediately he will get the result next day. No, there is time. Then another variable is the character, right? What kind of a mentality that person is having during, while he is actually correcting the papers, it matters. So there are many, many variables for the result, and also your own chesta. How much endeavor have you put? So this is one thing. Jnana sanchinna samshayam. So Krishna is saying that, therefore, one who has renounced the fruits of action, whose doubts are destroyed by transcendental knowledge. If you have doubts, then. Samshayatma, then you will not become peaceful and happy. But if you have gnana without any samshaya, then you have acquired all this because of the transcendental knowledge. Then 
you are not bound by the karma because every action that you are performing you are actually becoming free so what krishna is saying arjuna here is atmavantam na karmani you will become free from all the reactions this karmani means the reactions in the first line karmana means action free from all the fruits of action but here karmani means you will become free from the reactions of your karma and that is why arjuna please get up you have to fight that is your duty now you cannot give up your duty you have to perform your yoga nibaddanti dhananjaya dhananjaya you have acquired so much of wealth for your brother yudhishthira oh dhananjaya please now perform your duty without doubt i'm giving you all this transcendental knowledge see this is chapter 4 and krishna has spoken already about the science of the soul krishna has spoke about karma he has now spoken about divya gnana in this chapter 4 so many beautiful concepts have been shared so now krishna is thinking that oh arjuna must be clear in his mind that yes now he will get up and he will fight right that is what krishna is thinking but all the doubts are gone in arjuna's mind or not that we have to understand still. that will be revealed in the next verse so let's understand the verse number 42 so dev you can unmute yourself and let's chant verse number 42 yes sir tasmad gnana sambhutam तस्मादज्ञानसंभूतं तस्मादज्ञानसंभूतं ट्रांसलेशन Therefore, the doubts which have arisen in your heart out of ignorance should be slashed by the weapon of knowledge, armed with yoga, O Bharata, stand and fight. Great, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Hare Krishna. So here, you see, this is very interesting. So, without any doubts, without any doubts in your heart. Oh dear Arjuna, chitvainam samjayam yogam. Chitvainam means you slash all these doubts. How should you slash? By the weapon of knowledge, the sword of knowledge. So actually, when you read the Bhagavad Gita, this manual of life, all the different doubts that you have in life. Oh, should I do this? Should I not do this? All these doubts, right, wrong. What is right? What is wrong? It will be clear to you because you will take the sword of knowledge and. cut off all the doubts it's very nice chitvainam samchayam yogam so krishna is saying you have to be armed with yoga 
Now when the fighter, when the warrior is there, he actually has his armor, right? When he's fighting, so you should also have this armor of yoga. And this armor of yoga will protect you, O oh Arjuna. Because when you are acting with this uh, knowledge of yoga, this jnana yoga, then you will not be bound by all the reactions. You may kill a lot of people, but this is Dharma Yuddha. So although you may kill a lot of people, you will not get reactions because you are doing it for my pleasure. So see? So he says, Asishtu Tishta Bharata. In the first chapter, what happened? Arjuna, he was shivering, his Gandiva was slipping from his hand and his uh, body heat was increasing there were romanchana that was happening you know so with that fear what happened to arjuna he actually sat down on the chariot because of that fear of killing all his relatives and his, uh, his spiritual master but now krishna is saying atishtu tishta bharata wake up you get up from the chariot now and then fight how do you fight have this armor of your yoga and then fight and cut off all the doubts in your mind now this is what krishna is saying now what krishna has said that in the previous yoga sannyasta karmanam you are telling that i should become actually free from all the fruitive results and here now again you are saying that you should actually fight so the doubts of arjuna have not ended if arjuna was very clear then probably there would not be the upcoming chapters in the Bhagavad Gita but Arjuna has doubts and those doubts is not that Arjuna has but on behalf of all of us Arjuna is asking so that we fallen souls like us we can be clear so all the questions that Arjuna has asked in the Bhagavad Gita are for our benefit he is not an ignorant person Arjuna is a very intelligent person but he is asking on our behalf so that we become clear so that is why it will get extended till the 18th chapter. So Arjuna is still not clear. So the doubts are not clear. Doubts will be clarified by Krishna in the upcoming verses, in the upcoming chapters. So this is what uh, we had to share in this particular chapter 4. So with this verse number 42, we have completed chapter 4. So just see in the last one year or maybe a little more, we have covered chapter 4 four chapters of Bhagavad Gita and I hope uh, a lot of things has been assimilated by you and uh, just to test a little bit we will just understand from all of you about some practical things that you wanted to uh, implement from chapter 4 right so this will be a very nice discussion and I'm sure you'll also have some questions uh, while we are discussing this so you can ask your questions in the comment section. My dear listeners on the YouTube, you can also feel free to ask your questions. Leave your questions in the comment section. Now, I had given an activity for all of you. And that activity was, in chapter 4, you choose any shlokas which you think is practical for you. Those shlokas which you think that you can implement in your life. Right? So... Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? I had not said... Okay, great. So I see some leadership quality coming here from Hina Mataji. That's the way Mataji, you are setting a precedent now. Wonderful, very good. So, let's add to the stream. And uh, yes, Mataji, you can speak and you can share all that you want to share. 
So let's see what Hina Mataji has to share about the practical things. Yes, Mataji, go ahead. Prabhuji, actually when I read the shlokas, uh, it is it is that rather than implementation, I felt that this resonated with what I understand till now. Great. Yes. Okay, so this is something which I feel it appealed to me and I felt I can uh, apply this to some extent. Okay. Because most of the other shlokas which were mentioning saying that how the sages were being able to be akarmic. Yes. And to let the fruits of their actions go, you know, into the fire, not uh, be bothered by it or be completely um, uninhibited uh, by whatever is happening around them. Yes. That is something which I don't think uh, I am able to achieve and I, I think we, I at least have a very, very long way to go. At this point of so time, yes. Yes, please go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the first one is uh, the 4.11. The uh -huh. so I have just noted down the purpose because the shlokas then would take time for me to correct, say. Correct. Uh, in whatever way people surrender unto me, I reciprocate with them accordingly. Hmm. Uh, everyone follows my path knowingly or unknowingly, which is true. Yes. So, so somehow when you had mentioned about the demigods and how they also worship. Uh, 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 Lord Krishna. So all these years since we are brought up in that environment, I felt that indirectly I was also worshipping Lord Krishna. Yes. So that was one thing which immediately struck me. Then uh, the 4.31 in which you said those who... So how do you feel now? Before we even go to the next words, it's very nice. So when you say that, uh, okay, there was demigod worship and now you feel that Although you were worshipping demigods, you felt that yes, it was actually indirectly you were worshipping Krishna. So that gave you a little bit confidence. So that whatever uh, you had done previously is not gone waste. But in fact, I think because you had that eagerness to understand absolute truth, the Devatas have actually helped you to come to this uh, understanding about the absolute truth, isn't it? So many times it happens that when you go to even the Devatas and ask them, I want to know the truth of life. But many people don't go to them for uh, acquiring absolute knowledge, but they go for materialistic uh, things. Oh, please fulfill my this desire, that desire. And that's why the Devatas also say, okay, you will take this, you take that. But when somebody goes to them to ask for spiritual knowledge, that is when they direct you to the spiritual master who can give you absolute knowledge. Wonderful, very nice. Go ahead, Mother. Uh, Prabhuji, the second one I felt was 4.31 okay. where it says that the secret of sacrifice. Yes. So I understood that those who perform no sacrifice find no happiness either in this world or the next. Hmm. Uh, there is one thing which always uh, um, I uh, hear it, I may not be actually applying it very well but yes. the, the, whatever that we can achieve is always out of the comfort zone. So this is something which I have heard uh, time and again. So this is also another way of saying that you have to go out of your comfort zone. Enjoying the senses is our comfort zone because we have been trained to do that from childhood. Yes. We have never learned to go out of the comfort zone and try to do something by not letting our comforts uh, feel the comfort. So this is something by sacrificing our sense enjoyment. It will take time but only if you do that then only we can move ahead in this journey. Great. So now, since uh, Krishna is saying that we need to sacrifice, so what do you think that you can sacrifice so that you move ahead, you come out of the comfort zone? What is your uh, solution for it? How do you want to come out of your comfort zone? Uh, 
I am uh, not a very uh, uh, good in time management. So every time when I have to uh, say that I will read this or I will do this, then I am not able to manage it for whatever reason. So that is something which I'll have to understand. So my comfort in you know that doing things in my own way, I will have to actually become more disciplined. Okay, so you think that you are not able to stretch and beyond a certain point. Yes, yes. Hmm. So this is yes. also very interesting. We can have a session on time management itself. Avyakta uh, Karatvam. So we can have a very nice session on one of the practical sessions that we are going to have uh, the very first uh, Sundays. So we can one Sunday take up this uh, session on time management and that will help you. So now comfort zone. Now you should do something practical. And now, in this week, what do you think that you can actually give up or what will you do so that you come out of the comfort zone? Have you thought about anything? I will um, uh, take up schedule but just don't keep it to yourself you can also share that or display that somewhere which, where it is visible to Dev and Vinodji also so that there is some healthy pressure so when you're not doing they'll put some healthy pressure on you so that you do it okay. so that will be nice because once you have someone who is also uh, monitoring it then there is a healthy pressure that you do it so then what happens with that healthy pressure that habit will get formed because if we just leave it, many times many people set goals. Every new year, everybody is writing down goals. Yo, goals for this year, goals for this year. But then gradually the mind tricks. The mind will go into the comfort zone back. So if you have someone who can always remind you, no, no, you have to go back, you have to go back. This is the goal that you want to achieve. Then that will be really nice. So if you can share with, with either Dev or Vinodji, then they will remind you also. Then that will be nice. But uh, it should be done in a nice way. How they remind you, it should not be hurtful. By the way, we know that <laughs> it should not be hurtful, right? So it should be done in a nice way. So be very careful when you're reminding Mataji. Without hurting her, you have to remind her. So that's one uh, uh, clause that I have to put. Good. Yes, what's next, Mataji? Yeah, just two more I have noted is that one is 4.36 in which it resonated that even if we have done the uh, worst of sins, okay. we can uh, cross over the ocean. That is something which appealed to me as a human being. We may have done so many sins in our past life also. Yeah. And the last one was 6.37 that uh, as a kindled fire reduces wood to ashes, so does the fire of knowledge burn to ashes all reactions. Exactly. So basically we need to go on this path for learning first and then implementation so that something appeals to me, yes. it resonated with my mind. Absolutely, it's very Thank important. You. And since you mentioned about the sins of the past life, I have a question. The sins of past life, what are the, what is it called technically? I had mentioned this, right? Three types of uh, karma. Do you remember? Karma, karma and uh, karma. Uh -huh. That is another thing, but it's last session I had mentioned about a person, individual, the past karma. What is it called? The past karma, you mentioned, right? You will be free from all the uh -huh, past karma. The, 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 the three types of karma for which we get the fruits in this particular life and the total karma, right? Ah, uh, total karma. What is that called? Tamas, 
Sanchit Karma? Yes, that is called Sanchit Karma. And what is allotted to us in this life is called Prarabdha Karma. And day to day based yeah. whatever action we are performing and we are getting the reaction for that, that is Agahami Karma. Good, so very nice. So, so very nice. Thank you, Mataji. Thank you very much. And uh, who wants to go next? Okay, Dev. Go ahead. So we have Vinay Badi here. <laughs> uh, All right. Dev, go ahead. What uh, is that you want to share? So, uh, probably first one was where the third was in the first lecture where we started chapter four, uh, where Krishna says that this secret knowledge I am giving you because you are my devotee and my very close friend. Okay. So that changed my opinion that uh, how we think of Krishna and how we have to be a devotee and a friend mm. and how just the mentally how I think about it as an entire thing that changed when you spoke in this verse like all the points whenever you are speaking it changed how? That, yeah. What are the practical things that you think you can do now? So after that actually I had uh, there was I was not able to chant regularly just before that but when I heard that I got back on track. That was one thing that I done that time. That was I think uh, it was the 20th of February. Okay, okay. And uh, that was one thing I implemented that time. Great. One more, one more thing was... Uh, How many rounds are you chanting now? Uh, now, today, yesterday and day before I did 8 rounds with Aradhana Mataji in the morning. Okay, great. Uh, that's very nice, great, wonderful, that's very nice. Yes. What's the next so, verse? Yes, so in, in the verses 15 to 19 where we had discussed about Akarma and uh, about how everything is like Akarma, Vikarma and uh, yes. all that, so when we discussed that, uh, you had also again stressed on the part of chanting. So yes. that's what uh, again when I read it today, yesterday, it uh, resonated again. And I um, I started chanting. That's why I started increasing from six to eight. I do it with Aradhana Mataji in the morning, which is uh, helpful. So the Japa song which she conducts is yes. It helps to complete my round in the morning. So that's what I have taken to I want to complete in the morning so that entire day I can uh, you know, not think about it again. Wonderful. So I think you have taken uh, chanting very seriously and uh, that's an amazing thing because that is one thing that will give you so much of confidence because once you start feeding the soul, it gives you immense uh, potency to understand this knowledge also. Great. Wonderful. What's next? Uh, I think uh, today also what you spoke about faith. Yes. Also, I, I felt a lot about it, like I, it resonated with me, but I have not thought about how I will implement it practically, but it is something that I will just continue doing, like how we do continue doing seva of yeah. Lagu Gopal, what we have, we have uh, I continue chanting and just uh, continue doing the things that I have got into my daily routine and not stop doing this. Great. Faith in the process is most important. Once you continue to have this faith in the process, you will definitely see the transformation coming. So wonderful, that's very nice. Anything more that you want to share there? Uh, also, in the, I think in 20th verse, it was where we, uh, you had spoken about attachment. Hmm. So, abandoning attachment is something I have to practice on because 
I feel I am, you know, attached to the things, but I think that will come uh, with the process. Attached to what? Okay. Attached to things or attached to people? What are you attached to? I think both. <laughs> okay, so that one attachment is pulling you down. So how do you think that you can get rid of the attachment now? Uh, I think I just thought to myself that I'll keep facing the process and you know continue chanting, continue doing seva, and yes. just go on with the process for now. Exactly. And that's, that's what is going to happen to Arjuna also, right? Because Arjuna also, all that bewilderment was because of the attachment. The attachment for his relatives and family and friends. So all these attachments were there and that's why he was confused. But when he starts getting this knowledge, then gradually with the process, those attachments will be slashed. Just like uh, Krishna in the last session said that with the sword of knowledge, you cut out all the doubts. Similarly, this sword of knowledge will also destroy all the unwanted attachments, the material attachments that we have. And already I think uh, so many attachments that you had previously before understanding this knowledge must have gone, right? Have you understand, do you think that there were some attachments in eating, maybe you wanted to eat certain kind of a food, maybe Maggie or whatever it is, but maybe right now you may have given up some things, right? So certain attachments have yes. already gone. Yes, Prabhuji, we have totally stopped eating non-veg since we started hearing it, that was long back. So, ah. uh, yeah, that was before we, uh, we, before we started hearing the Bhagavad Gita used to eat non-veg, so we stopped that and, you know, it has been a, Gradual process, we don't realize the change is very significant, but it is happening. Yes, definitely. Yeah, step by step, you keep taking it, and every milestone you achieve in spiritual life, it's going to your eternal bank account. That's amazing. So, nothing will be lost. So, that's very nice that you have given up so many things already. Yes. So, anything more that you want to share, Dave? I think that's it. Great. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dave. Very nice and uh, keep learning more and more. So next, uh, who wants to go? Achyutan Ji, Uma Kumar Ji? Uh, I am Uma Guruji. Oh. Alright, Uma Kumar, Uma, go ahead. Yes. Guruji, Varshing, verse uh, 24, Guruji. Uh, Krishna consciousness, we need to observe um, full Krishna consciousness. What I am following is, I am chanting regularly, one or eight times. Possible hmm. more than one or eight times. And uh, doing meditation, and controlling my senses. Yes. What have you done practically, Uma Kumar, to achieve this? Because you said absorbing Krishna consciousness fully, right? Only when you fully absorb. Brahma Arpanam, Brahma Habir, Brahma Agno, Brahma Brahmana Hutam, Brahma Ivatena Gantavyam, Brahma Karmas Tamadinaha. Yes. So, what is that you want to do? So, every day, without failing, I am chanting one night a night. One or eight days, one or eight days, you know, if possible, more than one or eight days, I will sit meditation, I will control my mind. Okay. This is the way I am, means, uh, become fully Krishna conscious. Sometimes, uh, if not possible, also, I will arrive and I will come back to urgent position, I will sit. Definitely, I have to do with that willpower came, Guruji. I Good. have to do. Yeah, so now, gradually, because you are talking about, we are talking about full absorption. Ramarpanam. So now, one not eight, that one mala will not be sufficient because our spiritual master has told that 16 rounds. So we have to gradually progress towards 16 rounds. So please take up the chanting more seriously and increase the number of rounds. So maybe for this next one month, you can chant two rounds. And after that, you can take make it four rounds, then gradually six rounds. Then keep increasing two rounds every month 
and gradually reach out and you will see so much of that. Then Brahmarpanam will happen. Now otherwise this uh, is kind of being in comfort zone. Just chanting 108 times is actually you are in a comfort zone. Don't be uh, in comfort zone because full absorption in Krishna consciousness will come only when you increase. Stretch yourself, stretch your body, stretch your mind and then you will achieve success. Right? So that's one thing that I would like to suggest. Please stretch yourself. Okay, next. Anything? Yes, so 27 Gurudev. Okay. If we need to, if we control them all senses, definitely we are going to achieve what you want to be in life, Gurudev. Yes. Because before I was under confidence, I was not able to speak properly, I was shyness. Mm. But doing meditation, doing, you know, being Krishna consciousness, I realized the fear just one illusion, that is not an actual reality. Exactly. So, I'm, I'm in a position to speak with anybody with confidently, Guruji. Okay. That is the thing I observed myself, Guruji. That is tremendous, tremendous I, I would say tremendous change in my life. Okay. Because that is helping in professional as well, personal way also. Yeah. That is true. When you start implementing these process, spiritual process, that confidence will come. You can face anything. Actually, that's one thing. It's not just about the audience. The greatest fear, it is said that, is standing in front of the audience and speaking, right, on the stage. That's one of the greatest things. But now all those things will go because once you know you have the confidence in you, then you can face a big audience, no problem. So, but again, that will happen. The confidence will come when sarvanindriyani karmani pranakarmani chapare atmasamyana yoga no juvatik jnana jipite. So that jipite, that jnana will. Uh, ignite and that will lit up in your heart if possible when you control your senses. So that is what is happening to you. Please control your senses. You follow this process and the confidence will come. The jnana will arise automatically. The self-realization will come. Once you know the self, then all the fear will go. Yes, great. Next, verse number 34, Guruji. Okay. What are the things they told we Verse number 34, Guruji. Yes. Okay, what are the things we need to learn? We have to learn from spiritual master, Guruji, because before uh, coming your Bhagavad uh, Gita uh, session, I, I myself uh, learned means by reading Bhagavad Gita, listening so many Bhagavad Gita reports, but uh, it was not possible to realize myself, Guruji. After uh, coming here, I myself realized, see, definitely I can achieve spiritual path in what I want to achieve. That's why I personally and personally believe Spiritual master is necessary for everybody, Guruji. Without spiritual master, it is not possible to achieve, uh, achieve in spirituality, Guruji. Exactly. That, that is personal, I believe, Guruji. And it's very important, and you have already taken the first step. So you have to gradually follow this process. And I'm telling you, without Guru, there is no question of achieving Krishna. Because yes. it's only through the Guru, the medium, the transparent via medium, we can achieve Krishna. That is why so much of stress is given here in the Bhagavad Gita. He's talking about Parampara. The chapter began with Parampara. Parampara means all the great spiritual masters in the Parampara. So without spiritual master, there is no question of spiritual life. So very nice you have taken this very seriously. And gradually I wish all the best to all of you that you gradually take up this seriously, this process very seriously. And I'm sure Prabhupada will bless all of you. Prabhupada will really be pleased with all the endeavor and all the sacrifices that you're making and who knows very soon you'll all become his initiated disciples wonderful thank you very nice next so 35 guru is same guru 35 once we come into the spiritual we should not come again to material world guru yeah 
absolutely. So, yajnatva na punad moham, no back, falling back into the illusion. So very nice. So once you get this knowledge, that is why I'm telling you, please invest this time, and gradually you will see you will come out of the knowledge. Very nice. Come out of the illusion. Yes. So Achyutanji, it's your turn. Yes, I will add you to the stream. Just hold on. Yes, Achyutanji, you can speak now. Yeah. So basically, I I need a week time. Actually, I need some more time. By the next week, I will be done. Wonderful. No problem. So please go through the verses, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of insights that you can share to everyone, and they will also get inspired. Very nice. Vinodji, what about you? Yeah. Let's ask yeah. Vinodji now. Let me add him to the stream. Maybe yes. The importance of sacrifice. Yes. So which I, uh, uh, I think it happened gradually, you know, without really putting much of an effort by listening to your, uh, you know, every Sunday and by chanting uh, uh, early morning uh, the mantra. It was happening subconsciously. I didn't have to do much. You know, we left non-veg, and whenever I had some problems. It was getting solved, so I think this happened uh, automatically by the grace of, uh, you know, uh, Lord Krishna, Shila Prabhupada, yeah. yourself, Prabhuji. So very, very uh, thankful and grateful for being part of this uh, process. Yeah, same here. Even I am very glad and uh, always very enthusiastic to meet all of you. So yes, what are the verses that you have gone through, and uh, how many rounds are you chanting, by the way? Uh, I am up to one round now every day, but okay. as you said, now you know we have to get out of that comfort zone also. Okay. Uh, I have up to one round right now. Yes. So I think you need to make a schedule for yourself also, and then share it with uh, Dev and Nina Mataji. So there is some healthy pressure for all of you. So mutually, when we do it, it becomes very easy. Absolutely, I will also do that, and I'll share it. Yes, I will increase the number of songs, yes. Yes. All of you please uh, make a schedule for yourself and share it with me and I will also go through it and let's see how healthy pressure, how much healthy pressure I can also put on all of you. Okay. That's so anything more that you want to share on this verses of chapter 4? I, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Very nice. So is there anything that you want to ask or any questions that you have uh, with respect to today's session or anything previously whatever we have discussed in chapter 4? Yes, Uma Kumar. Hello? Yes, Uma Kumar. Guruji, can you share previous sessions also, Guruji? I have sent two or three sessions. Yes, I will share. The, it will be available. I am going to edit it and I will share all the sessions. So you can listen to okay. it. Okay. Okay. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So, we have completed now the chapter 4 and uh, the chapter 5, which is uh, again a very interesting chapter. It is said, Prabhupada has mentioned it as Karma Yoga, Action in Krishna Consciousness. So, Arjuna has further questions and uh, all those questions will be answered by Krishna. So, let's make it more uh, practical because Bhagavad Gita is a practical book, it's not some theoretical book. So, please go through it, please understand this concept and see, uh, come out of your comfort zones and uh, I'm sure it will help you a lot and realizations will come. Only when you come out of the comfort zone, that is when the realizations will start popping out. And those realizations will increase your faith more and more. So, like you said, uh, Vinodji also mentioned, uh, you know, something is happening automatically. So, this automatic things will happen when you start realizing things, uh, this concept nicely of the Bhagavad Gita. Many beautiful things will flow in. So, 
and chanting is essential because unless you feed your soul with this holy names there is no question of uh, accepting or uh, digesting this uh, knowledge if you have to digest the knowledge you have to chant that's the workout that we need to do every day but i'm really glad that some of you are joining the japathon that aradhana is doing and dave is also participating so that is very nice once in a month that generally we do japathon so please participate and every day keep chanting so that's amazing so with this so let's end today's session and uh, we will again meet next sunday with a brand new chapter and that is chapter number 5 and please introduce more people also you can call some more of your friends because we are starting a new chapter hopefully they will be interested and they can also join and uh, even if they start midway that is nice so all right then please take care be safe and uh, we'll see you again next sunday take care hare krishna